Hello, everyone. Welcome to Extra Extra. It's all about whiskey. With me, Jason Johnston Yellen, who you know as friend and business partner of Joshua Hatton. But here's the breaking news I'm joined today by my friend and my business partner, Joshua Hatton. I feel like you've taken over, you've turned the tables. <laughs> And I'm um, fearing for my, uh, for my hosthood right now. Well, so here's the thing. Here's why I'm the one introducing this and I'm the one talking first. And why you, Joshua Hatton, are at my beck and call now. Aww. I came to you uh, a month ago, two months ago, three months ago. Time has no meaning any longer. No, and it does not. So I, I literally don't remember how long ago I came to you. And I said, I've got an idea. Uh-huh. Way back when I still had the blog, Good Scotch Drink, one of the most popular posts that I had mm-hmm. was on a Sunday morning. I And I'm trying to remember, I called it What I Learned This Week. Yes. I looked forward to it every week, by the well, way. Well, and, and you were not alone because it was always amongst my most popular posts uh, of of any given month, and I would I would post it every single Sunday, and when I would look over the blog numbers for the month, it was the last four weeks hmm. of what did I learn this week, that really generated a lot of eyeballs, and the post itself was some news stories mm-hmm. on whiskey that had been interesting to me, and that I thought I would share with my audience. And then I would post some things by bloggers that had been interesting to me as well in the same week. And so it was that kind of, here's what the news is covering and here's what fellow bloggers are covering. And I would try to keep it to maybe four or five from the news and a similar four or five from bloggers. Mm -hmm. And, And people would just come in, click through, see some stories. I'm sure for many people, it was things they'd already encountered. Maybe there was a couple of things that they hadn't encountered that they could add to kind of their knowledge for the week. Mm-hmm. And and in the time that you and I have been running One Nation Under Whiskey, we've, we've purposely avoided the news in order to focus on single cast nation news or Whiskey Geek Tour news. And really, you know, it's news through our lens, news through the single cast nation company lens. And I still love doing that, and we mm-hmm. will continue to do that. That is it, not changing. Right, that's, that's not changing at all, because I, I kind of like living in that vacuum. However, uh, as we all know, we don't live in a vacuum, and things are happening in the whiskey. You know, this whole coronavirus business aside, things are happening within the whiskey world that, that we as consumers still find really interesting. And, and I, you know, you brought this idea to me again, like you had said, probably 84 years ago. Yeah. And, at, uh, at least 84, <laughs> maybe a hundred, maybe it was a good century ago at this point. And I thought it was a great idea to let people know what in the whiskey world, you know, big picture, what in the whiskey world interested you and I. And the idea, as I understood it, was, Jason, you would find a story that tickled your fancy. I would find a story that tickled my fancy. We'd deliver that with our editorial comments. And Well, yeah, and to build yeah. on top of what you're saying there, 
There's a lot of times back in the day, if you can remember a time, Joshua, when we would leave our homes mm -hmm. and we would go to what used to be called airports Air and we would board, yeah, airports. we would board aircraft okay, and we would fly in the sky like Oof. we were gods and like we would land yeah. in other places, uh, cities, I think they were called, and, and we would host tastings where we would be in a room full of other people who were not our families. Huh. And, and we would talk whiskey. And invariably, people who would come to these so-called tastings <laughs> would say to us, have you heard about such and such a thing? Yeah. And, and we would say, yeah, yeah. And, and we'd have an opinion. We'd talk about it. Or we'd say, no, tell me more. And, and, and they would, we'd break into a song and dance routine. Uh, tell me more. Tell me more. And, 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 yeah, you, you were there. And, <laughs> and so really, one of the things that I've found in, in building an audience around One Nation Under Whiskey is there's room for us to talk to that audience, but yeah. in my mind, it's always with that audience about certain things. Yeah. And and we wanted, you know, because podcasting has, has become an interesting endeavor. The joke now is everybody has one. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's the, the, the actual, the full line, it's actually a line I used to use uh, when I taught in university, um, but I, I used it for opinions. Now people use it for podcasts. Podcasts <laughs> are like assholes. Uh, have you heard that one? Uh, everyone has one. Everyone yep. has one. And so my thinking was that might be true, but how many people have two? Oh, look at that. And so we, I, I think in this, this podcast arms race, have decided it's time for you and me to have two. Two assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm curious right now how many of our listeners are saying to themselves, maybe you both are assholes. Maybe that's our difference maker. Well, let's set the record straight. One of us is definitely an asshole. <laughs> I will let our listeners decide which one it is. But, but, but listen, let, let me say this really quickly. When you came up with this idea, and 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 I agree that I, I thought it was a great idea, we were looking to make this its own separate podcast, which it will become. Let me put a pin in that. Yeah. See now now that now that I'm the host of this, I get to put pins. Oh things. shit! This is, wow. This is very exciting. Oh, God, I just feel this is uncomfortable. <laughs> this is going to be. Really, one of the last times that we talk about how this was Jason's idea, because this this isn't how you and I operate. You and sure. I operate very much as a partnership. Mm -hmm. But the reason why it's interesting to point out that this was my idea and I came to you with this idea is because when we created One Nation Under Whiskey podcast, mm -hmm. I had come to you of one of our conversations and said, I've got a bit of an idea and you had come to me in one of our conversation settings and said, I've got a bit of an idea. And when we shared the idea, it was to create a podcast for Single Cast Nation <laughs> that would have an interview, that would talk about news about the company. Yeah. It was astounding yes. that we each had the independent idea at the exact same time. Yes. And so we have never talked about One Nation Under Whiskey being your idea or my idea. It's only ever been our idea. Correct. 
Correct. And so that that's why in framing this extra, extra podcast that we're talking about a little bit as my idea, but it's our podcast. There's no doubt about that. Cor- correct. What, what I was trying to yes, set up I, for I our unpin listeners. you. Thank you. What I was trying to set up for our listeners was the fact that... The power has already gone to my head. <laughs> I could tell. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. So <laughs> the idea was that this podcast would actually be its own separate podcast. Yes. Where you would have two different podcasts you subscribe to, the One Nation Under Whiskey podcast and then the Extra Extra It's All About Whiskey podcast. We will get to that point. Now, the idea behind that is it was going to be a Patreon thing. Yep. Uh, to, to be honest, this podcast takes up a ton of time and a ton of money to produce and to come out with. And so we were hoping to do some sort of very low barrier to entry access to this, you know, smaller news based podcast right now. And, and just just interrupt you, you know, as the host, we have. <laughs> you're really gonna you're gonna take this to. I gotta get it. I gotta get it all out my system in the first episode, and then we can go back to normal in the next one. But, <laughs> Now, now I've forgotten what I was going to say. I'm so drunk on power, I've forgotten what I was going to say. Um, Mm. We have joked that with the success of One Nation Under Whiskey, Mm. we only exist as an independent bottler to afford new mics, new setups, (laughs) right? Right? New mixing, you know, know, boxes, whatever it happens to be. Uh We just sell whiskey so that we can buy more podcast equipment. And so, yes, so the idea of going down the Patronus path was that we really <laughs> Asio <laughs> podcast <laughs> was that we did we wanted a standalone podcast that yeah. would pay for itself cover its own business we could talk about the news a nice tight 30 minutes it get it in get it done get it out get it cleaned up and go about the business Jesus that sounds like how my wife describes sex to me get it in get it out get it done with no more than 30 minutes but to his credit your neighbor is very tidy no I said my wife not my neighbor Keep thinking about it. Shit. Are you suggesting that my wife is having, having sex with my neighbor? A hundred percent, yes. A hundred percent. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to include that bit in this podcast. <laughs> so listen, listen. Uh, we, as in you and I, agreed that this would be a solid 30-minute podcast. No more, maybe less, but definitely no more. Interesting use of solid. I've only been calling it a tight 30 minutes. You have a toy body. Yes. I see that from your toy pants. Yes, you are tight like a tiger. (laughs) Tight like a tiger. So, given that we've laid out the idea behind the podcast and what it will eventually become, once... You know, the, the reason why we're including it in the One Nation Under Whiskey feed is we feel that no one right now, given all that's going on with coronavirus and and people losing jobs and all that, this is the worst time to start saying, hey guys, you want to support us? A hundred percent. So. hundred percent. Right? So we're going to make this podcast, which will be every other Wednesday, right? So it'll fill that 
that Wednesday slot that had been barren these these almost four years now. And, uh, you know... <laughs> we have planted our podcast in a barren week, and we are hopeful that it will take root and grow. You know, the hope is that the world will get back to some degree of normalcy. And when it does then it will become a Patreon thing or a Patronus thing, as Jason calls it. But until then, you get this extra half hour from us, like it or lump it, you get it for free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the food's terrible and the portions are tiny. Uh, (laughs) So so with this said, Mm -hmm. you and I haven't been talking, which is kind of strange, given that we're both housebound all the time now. We haven't been talking as much as we normally do. How is life looking at Chez Hatton uh, in the time of coronavirus and COVID-19? You know, long story short, uh, we would talk more if you'd stop ignoring me. And uh, I wish that would change. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that is not changing. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, man. You know, uh, and, and actually we had gotten a question from uh, from James Foster, you know, asking mm. us, you know, he said, how is COVID-19 pandemic affecting you two personally? I Gosh. know you guys travel a lot. Are you staying safe? Please do. How is it affecting Single Cast Nation and the whiskey world in general? So, you know, I'm, I'm going to answer both of you. Both you and I had a shit ton of travel planned. Yep. Obviously, all of that is is gone. Every single tasting that I had booked out through until May, basically, has been either canceled or postponed. Yep. So many of my, sorry, let me say this again, so many of our friends are finding themselves jobless. Oh, yeah. Are finding themselves, you know, applying for unemployment insurance. Yep. When you hear from the U.S. government that 3.3 million people had, had applied for unemployment, you need to remember that a large percentage of that 3.3 million are people within the restaurant, bar, hotel community. Yep. yep. And people are getting hit big time. This, you know, wh- whether you whether you take the coronavirus seriously or not, that that's up to you. How it's affecting, you know, the service industry, which is tied directly to beer, wine, and spirits is phenomenal. Well, and it decimated crazy. overnight. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's rare where I've reached out to somebody in the industry and they've said, we're being paid through the next two weeks. However, we don't know if we'll be paid after that. Yeah. Like that's, or someone has simply said, I'm sorry, you can't come to your shift anymore. <laughs> that's, your job has just ended. We're mm-hmm. on, you know, mm-hmm. statewide lockdowns. It's it's insane just how an entire industry went away overnight. And as you rightly say, dear friends of ours, you know, incredible supporters of ours just lost jobs overnight, gone. Yeah. It's and it's no absolutely one, frightening to look at it. No one at all ever expected such a thing. You know, you, you here we are since 1918, the last time there was a massive pandemic that, that affected the world, you know, the world that globally affected people. You know, it, it's been 102 years. And so you figure, well, 
the world must be bulletproof. We're all washing our hands now. We're all, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we now, you know, in 1918, maybe people didn't fully understand germs. They sure as fuck understand germs now. But we've we've been presented with the type of virus that came from the animal world that the human body doesn't have a natural antibody against. And so it's it's a big thing, and it's a real thing, and it is affecting jobs. It's affecting lives. Uh, you know, you, you and I were talking about it earlier, right? Jack Rose in D.C. selling off all of the whiskeys yeah. on their walls. Yeah. And I was talking with our, you know, good friend Jared Card, who works for Impex, but, you know, he's a friend of ours. And he said that their walls are empty. They sold all of their bottles. Like, let's say we return to a world where things start to normalize. Mm-hmm. How how does something, how does an establishment like Jack Rose go from having close to 3,000 bottles yeah. to no bottles to bring it back to the 3,000 bottles? Yep. Now, yep. having said that, you know, I have a feeling Bill Thomas is sitting on a lot of other whiskeys. He's a smart, very smart businessman who has to have a backup plan with, you know, with with a a dash of hope there that that he can implement that backup plan should things start to normalize. But if it takes longer, is he going to dip further into yeah. his inventory yeah. that would replace the, the the shelves? You know, these are crazy. But again, times. what what does it what does it look like to survive? For a week, and what does it look like to survive for two weeks? But if this goes into six weeks, if this goes into three months, oh, this is months, Jason. This is months, right? Th- yeah. that, and that's the thing, right? We yeah. keep talking about this. Is why when you and I first shut down travel, we shut it down for whatever remained in March and all of April. Yeah, and then it was kind of like, yeah, you know, maybe maybe May this will start to kick in again. We'll get out again, and now we're kind of like oh, May's most likely not going to be happening. You get into June. Okay, what's yeah. June gonna look like? And, and now we're into like like I've been talking about running a, a whiskey tour in September. Does 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 that happen? Right? Does does that just get cancelled now so yeah. that we know where we stand, right? Yeah. I was We've looking been, at one in June. I don't think my June right? one's happening. Yeah. Right? We've been yeah. talking to Toon um at malt stock about the September malt stock. Will that go ahead? What will that look like? Like, it's it's just yeah. astounding to me. If we if we had a lockdown, if we had statewide closures, we started looking at what does the next twenty four hours look like? Forty eight hours, seventy two hours. I don't think we can even get our head around what three months looks like. And and as smart as as Bill Thomas is. As smart as Mike Miller is at Delilah's, mm-hmm. as smart as Christopher Grombeck is at Barrel Thief, as smart as Andrew Abramson is in, in charge of the Seven Grand operations, I don't think any of them can get their head around what any of this looks like simply going forward. <laughs> How do you operate a business in the hospitality sector? Yeah. In the face of a global pandemic. Well, he, uh, yeah. And, and just, just to make the, the final point, to see Diageo create a fund, to see uh, Campari, to see Pernod Ricard, to see other major industry players, mm-hmm. distributors, mm-hmm. Um, creating funds to support bartenders, to support 
people on the, the front lines who are in the hospitality industry, a so-called luxury industry, mm -hmm. that the more we sit at home with our families, the more we realize how indispensable they are. Yeah, exactly. And we have no fucking clue what this industry is going to look like nope. when we can finally leave our homes and go back to arranging to meet our friends at bars for a drink and a chat and a good time. Just no clue what that looks like. Well, yeah, I mean, j just to dig a little deeper into what some organizations are doing, you know, just to give you an idea. And I, I won't go into to, to detail on this, but, you know, this morning I I had a, a company meeting with, with all of the Impex reps on what we can do to support those in the bar and restaurant industry mm -hmm. and the shops as well and how mm -hmm. we can work with both to try to ensure that, you know, both the on-premise, which is your restaurants and bars, and off-premise, what we could do to help support these these people. And not just that, you know, you're dealing with, with certain states. You've got distributors in some states that have said, you know what, we're done placing orders. Yeah. So you have importers who are used to receiving purchase orders for new products coming in, and you're not seeing that so much. So how do we as a sales team make it the right slash valuable decision for our distributors from state to state to state to say, you know what, I will place that that purchase order. And it means we've got to work with the retailers and and the 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 restaurateurs and and bars to say, hey guys, here's what we're gonna do to help you. Let's see if you could push that up to to get our distributor to start purchasing. And you know, it's just hand holding everything even closer than we already had hand-holding everything to make sure money's being made and, and, and we're not constantly feeling as if we're in the red. Well, and, and not to make this a, a One Nation Under Whiskey podcast, but you and I, in, in recording episodes to be dropping through the month of March and into the beginning of April, in our news segment, we're talking about the incoming sixth retail release. Yeah. And when that was loaded on a boat in the very beginning of March, we had no idea what the rest of this month looked like. Nope. Now we're talking about, oh, it's going to land middle to later part of April, maybe, mm -hmm. everything going according to plan, who knows, maybe they'll shut the ports. And, and now, and then it has to clear customs and then make it into our warehouse. We're now talking about the end of April yeah. to be selling that sixth retail release. Yeah. And we have no clue what that retail landscape will look like for that happening. And and I and I only share that not as a this is how it's affecting us, man, but just to give an example of how quickly the landscape has changed. Mm, mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of to connect to my point earlier about none of us know, Christ, none of us know what the present looks like, let alone what the future is going to look like. But we've got six bottle casks sitting on a boat coming to the US. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're working with Impex. You guys are all having grassroots conversations about how is this, what's this going to look like? How are we going to do this? Yeah. It's it's a I, I've said it in virtually every email I've written for the last three weeks. 
This is a crazy time to be alive. It is. But, it, but I've got to say, thankfully, you know, you, and, and you touched on it a little bit ago, thankfully there's more and more big companies that are coming through and making donations to like the USBG. I know Diageo has done it. I know Beam has done it. You know, there's more and more companies trying to help people out. You know, I, I heard, and this is without me mentioning any names, you know, some people are able to help in big ways and some people are able to help in very small ways. And I'll give you an example of a very small way. And then and then I think it'd be good for us to share with people something that we're trying to do as well. Yep. So I, I was speaking with a shop owner earlier today and they had mentioned that, you know, one of his suppliers who for 2020, you know, doubled their workforce, they're, you know, they're really trying to make a go of all the brands they bring in. And then, boom, they're hit. Now, this this particular supplier focused primarily on on-premise, so bars and restaurants. Mm. <laughs> and all of that business has gone, period. Oh, yeah. Kaputsky. Yep. And so what this person did is he actually, he, he had to let people go. He, he told them, you know, go on unemployment. But he's doing something really cool. He's saying what, whatever portion of your original paycheck unemployment can't cover, I will cover the rest. Phenomenal. Right. And, and you know, so at one hand, he's feeling like crap because he's got to let people go. But on the other hand, he's making sure that they're whole. Which, which is really all you can ask for, all you can hope for, because these are tough, tough times, man. Do, do you want to talk about what we've done, what, what we're trying to do? I would, but I'm actually going to pivot right back to you, because <laughs> while I was working on getting all of the Pappy Nonsense bottles out the door during a global pandemic, spoiler alert, not easy, uh, I actually just told you, go on without me. You go ahead and set this up. You and I agreed. I will, you know, lead by saying once again, our nation members have proven themselves to be amazing human beings. Mm -hmm. And even aside from the donating that they've done, just the fact they send us emails saying, thanks for organizing this, guys. It's really smart. Really appreciate it. And you're good guys the fact that they're donating and they're supporting us. So, yeah, I'm going to pivot it right back to you, Joshua. What was what was well, our yeah. um, kind of little attempt to, to make life a little better for some folks? Well, I, I feel as if I need to tip a hat, pay a little respect to where this idea originally came from. Regular listeners uh, might remember the name Philippe Fanavong. Philippe Fanavong. We've had people email us that we have got Philippe Fanavong's name stuck in our heads. Uh, he he is a, a great nation member and a great supporter of, of One Nation Under Whiskey and, and, and all of mm-hmm. our efforts. And, you know, you and I have been spending our time just, just trying to live in the new normal. And, and meanwhile, you know, Philippe sends me a message saying... I know this is a real tough time, but if you guys are thinking about doing anything to, to, to help those in the industry who are affected by, uh, you know, by the coronavirus, you know, I, I, I think it would be great. I think it would be well-received. 
and to be honest, our heads just were not there at the time. We had just so many other things going on. Like you had said, we released Pappy Nonsense. I was dealing with impact stuff and, you know, just family stuff. and The shuttering of all of our travel. The shuttering of all of our travel, you name it. <laughs> the shuttering of a whole bunch of retail sales, yeah. But it was the nudge from Philippe Fanavong that got us to say, you know what, Let, let's spend a little time and put something together. And so what we did on the, you know, on the good suggestion of Philippe was we actually took some of the bottlings that we had put aside for our 2020 Giving Tuesday event. Yep. And we actually put them towards another kind of event, which is what we're just calling hashtag help the bartenders. Now, with Giving Tuesday, the way it's run the past two years was we're going to offer up some bottles. You need to make a donation, whatever that amount is, to your favorite charity. Send us the receipt. And when this is all said and done, we will pick winners from those that donated to their favorite charities. This one is different in that we're not telling people to donate to the charity of their choice. We've told people to donate to the USBG, United States Bartenders Guild, and people have been doing that. It's a minimum of $101, uh, and people have done that, and they've, you know, they've let the USBG know that, that you know, we asked them to do that. They send us in their receipts, and, and we've raised thousands of dollars uh, for those within the bartender community, and we could not have done it if A, we hadn't got the good suggestion from Philippe, or B, if we hadn't had the support of so many nation members Absolutely. chipping in at a time when it's not so easy to chip in. Yep. So so while it's nice for us to say, yes, here's what we're doing, we would not have been able to do this if it weren't for nation members. So we need to say thanks to them. We also 100%. Thank need, you. We also need to look at closing this out. Uh, so what can people really briefly in the next 50 seconds, what can people expect from episode two of Extra Extra? It's all about whiskey. Well, Jesus, we just talked about being unable to look a couple of days ahead. Now we're looking two weeks ahead. I'm, I don't know, Joshua. I really don't. I think they should tune in and see where the hell this goes. Maybe, maybe we'll have a news story. Maybe we'll have an update on... People helping out bartenders. Maybe we'll have read a story on an innovative idea on how to help bartenders, servers, hospitality industry writ large. We will not be doing as much explaining the next time. And my hope, my fervent prayer, is that we'll have at least one dick joke in the next one. My 13-year-old, one day I was making lunch, this was in the last few weeks, with the kids home all day, every day, I said, Dad, I said, yeah, he said, do you know a genie came to me? <laughs> okay, this sounds interesting, go on. He says, yeah, he offered me a good memory or a big dick, but I can't remember which. <laughs> I was like, you, my son, you're all right, I can live with this. Yeah. Cheers.